break the rules. Look out! Become a hero. I do it, I become the enemy. That doesn't seem fair. Welcome back to the Comic Book Bullies from Nursery Bully. I'm your host, Leroy, a.k.a. Martha Lover, uh, with my co-host. Uh, yeah, this is Eli, a.k.a. Celtic Frosted Flakes. There you go. We're back with the episode. Yeah. Uh, we're just going to kind of get into it, but we do want to just address some things because this was a busy week. Uh, for one thing, want to say shout out, even though the day is past technically, want to shout out to Mother's Day to all the mamas and the mamas' mamas and the mamas' mamas' mamas, you know. Uh, shout out to all of them. Hopefully you got some good stuff today, or at least the kids left you the fuck alone. Hopefully it happened to, you know, one or the other. Oh, man, it came in hot already. Uh, let's see. Jake. Yo, yo Jake, what it do? Hopefully what you up? wish you you and yours happy Mother's Day. Yeah. Also, not only Mother's Day, I want to talk about Cinco de Mayo also. Uh, now, I understand that everybody is celebrating Cinco de Mayo, having fun, stuff like that. But I want to address May the 6th. Look, if you go out and party and get drunk and all this shit like that and go to work, uh, go on Cinco de Mayo on May 5th, don't call out for May the 6th because the people that don't drink, they have more work to do. So just think, be mindful of that next year in 2023 when that happens, you know, because I want to walk into my job and it look like 28 days later or cast away some shit like, hey, Leroy, all that other shit they're supposed to do. Here you go. more than me because i'm a hard worker but uh is that what happened yeah. is that what happened that's exactly what fuck happened i guarantee you i guarantee you i'm not the only one it happened to <laughs> there are plenty of squares like me that don't drink on cinco de mayo that had to come into work the next day and had to do work for the drunk people that didn't show up to work you know hell if y'all drunk show up to work anyway we don't mind uh dr shane too was weird and wild e6 1610 i, I feel like i wild. should know that 1610 weird. i feel like i should know that you know. that ain't that ain't 616 man is it <laughs> not 616 man it's 6 1610 man <laughs> it's his it's his variant <laughs> shout out to jake and all his baby mamas <laughs> uh yeah but also we wanted before we get it popping off with uh dr strange we do want to uh pay condolences i uh, want to say rest in peace to george perez or george paris i've heard it say both ways i can almost guarantee yeah. i've heard i've heard him say george paris you know yeah uh, we're not going to do a long. I think thing you're supposed to like... roll the R, Perez. Oh yeah, uh, <laughs> yes, for uh, 420. Yes, uh, my day, the day is called 421 Action on National Drug Test Day. So yeah, don't do that. Uh, Doctor Strange came out this weekend. Jake, Jake, where have you been? <laughs> Appreciate you listening to us, but yeah, it's like everywhere they've been advertising the shit out of it. Uh, uh yes six one six man you have a you have a variant the multiverse is real i'm gonna show you where that guy where did guy go where'd he go yeah so we are living six one six man that is your darkest timeline right there (laughs) (laughs) uh george back to george perez yeah or george paris yeah like i said george perez we're not gonna do a long deep dive thing on the reason we're not gonna do a long deep dive thing about it because 
we and anybody that's listening to this podcast actually known that he's been sick for months now. Uh, and he just decided instead of doing any kind of therapy, any kind of, you know, anything like that, he's just going to just write it out and just whatever happens just happens. And we kind of suspected around May, April, June is you really about May. His time is going to be up and we got the news that actually this week is when his time was up. So just give you a quick rundown. Like I said, he was an amazing artist. Uh, he was one of the, that's, that's George Perez right there. I didn't notice that. I was like, why are you wearing those multicolored shirts? They just realized it's comic panels. Well, his wife made all it. He was famous for his shirts. His yeah, wife made all his shirts. Yeah, because it was uh, shirts of his drawings. Oh, well, so not only that, funny. just weird, like pigs, just all weird, just weird designs. She yeah, but when you, when you saw him, shirts. when you saw him, you saw his shirts also. Yeah. But like I said, also, he did the Teen Titans, but he also did the post-crisis origin of wonder woman so a lot of stuff you know wonder woman for that's not in the 70s and all stuff like that you know with sex slave and bond and shit like that you can thank him <laughs> uh and also he did this awesome redesign on aries because aries did not look like that back in the 60s you know so and that's kind of the kind of the thing they adapted in wonder woman in the wonder woman movie also since we're talking about the multiverse uh he is part of the greatest multiverse comic story of all time actually probably two of the greatest multiverse comic stories of all time. Oh, not that one. <laughs> that was awesome, but I, I got the wrong one. Damn it. I got the wrong one. Yeah, Christ on Infinite Earth, but I can't. I, I had it, and I can't find it. Anyway, Christ on Infinite Earth, that's the one he did. Uh, still to this day, the stand, gold standard of what all multiverse stories in comics are made of. Christ on Infinite Earth was not the first uh, multiverse story. It wasn't in the first DC multiverse story. It's just like the biggest and the second multiverse story he uh he did was this JLA versus Jen. yeah so he drew this monstrosity the guy was an well, maniac you know drawing all stuff like that so yeah he he's very that. detail oriented his, his yeah they, his detail they say he was a, he was a, he wasn't the fastest drawer in the world but when the work got done hey you want it fast you want it good which one you want <laughs> you know and he also gave us one of the oh not that one <laughs> where my shit go man. <laughs> Just you know, discombobulated. Fuck. Yeah, man. I had this shit organized and I just got unorganized. I want to blame it on the system, but I'm pretty sure it's my fault. So we're just gonna go with that. But anyway, uh, rest in peace to George Perez. Like I said, if you want to go hear a deep dive, I'll put a link into it where we did a deep dive on. If you want to hear, yeah, we already we gave him a tribute a few months ago when he first announced that he was sick and all that. So yeah, uh, six one six man, you spoiled it for me because that is that is in my notes. Uh, the Avengers Dissembles is in my notes. Uh, <laughs> Doctor Strange tomorrow, so Warren Sports. That T. Oh, we're gonna spoil it. We're spoiling. I, it. Yeah, I, I, I have it in the title. Spoilers. <laughs> you telling <laughs> no spoilers? Yeah, we're spoiling. Goku it. dies. <laughs> man, when John Wick walked out that portal, man, shit. <laughs> Luke is the truth. You're <laughs> <laughs> right. Anyway, like we go into it before we go into it, Eli, we're gonna bring back a classic. Uh, give it to me. What is the number one movie of the week? That Marvel movie. That Marvel movie or Disney movie, there was never that a wrong answer. Whatever you ride. say, that. exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah, so let's just go right into it. Like I said, we got, uh, of course, the number one movie was the uh, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. You know, uh, we have the bad guys. I don't know what they did. Sonic Two still hanging in there, Fantastic Beast. But what you want to know is what did they do for the weekend? So domestic wise, they oh god damn, I didn't know they did that much. Okay. Oh, $185 million domestically, but it's already at $450 million worldwide, almost at half a billion in the first weekend. So pretty good, you know. 
So, uh, yeah, so a Doctor Strange 3 is happening. <laughs> Does you about those numbers? Oh, fuck it. Uh, I'll see it no matter what. Yeah, Fatigue, we going balls. You know how, Fatigue, you know how we do. This is not your first rodeo. <laughs> you, you know how we do this. Uh, yeah, so let's just jump into it. Let's talk about, uh, now before we get into the uh, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse Math, like I said, other other movie reviewers, we're not really movie reviewers. We kind of just do our thing. But a lot of movie reviewers will uh, just talk about the movie. And things like that but since you know we're comic book aficionados or at least we claim to be we're self-proclaimed comic book aficionados we want to go a little bit deeper want to let you know uh i will it will drop off the second week oh all movies do yeah but the point is how much will it drop that's the question and i always think in my personal opinion uh to tell how good or how well received the movie is always look at the second week the second drop off because any any movie can have a big weekend that's nothing you know but that second weekend will always tell the tale uh but yeah just jumping into it we're just gonna just deep dive and i just want to give some quick uh like stuff that just popped out at me as far as what i recognize you know from this movie or stuff that i thought that was doing and damn i'm all discombobulated i know i'm fucked up anyway um like i said this movie everybody wants to talk about house of m and also like that because i didn't really see that it was like taken directly from a single comic book story but it did seem like it felt like it was its own original story but it was taking elements and sprinkles of other comic book stories kind of like peppered in uh well, one of them was what like, the mcu is doing now anyways you know because it kind of running out of yeah. main stories and yeah. they don't have enough time for the other stories to like there's maybe a, a book or two that's like maybe maybe like the main plot thread but they're borrowing from everything Right, like like WandaVision, for instance. Like yeah. WandaVision wasn't really based on a thing, but if you read the Vision story, you yeah. saw elements in there, but it wasn't the Vision story or adaptation, you know. Yeah. Uh, or but all yeah. the way House of M or any of that, you know, yeah. Or all the way House of M, like you, but you saw elements of it. Yeah. Like I said, I saw elements of Avengers December. It wasn't straight up Avengers December, but I saw elements of it. One of the many, many stories where Wanda lost her shit and started killing people, you know. That's the thing. That's a spoiler That's alert all, for anybody. That, isn't that all she does? Yeah. <laughs> That's well, that's what it that's what she does. Like I said, she's been around for 60 years. So Wanda's whole thing is that she joins a team, the Avengers or the X-Men, she loses her shit, kills people, uh, redeems herself, joins the team, loses her shit, kills people, redeems herself. It's her ending cycle. That's what she always does. Like I said, uh one of the earliest times she did was she now normally the times when it happens, she's usually possessed by some kind of demon or somebody brainwashed her, Magneto does some shit. Or Cathan, Mephisto, or Mephisto, <laughs> or some shit like that, you know. And that's when she loses it. So it's always—it's never her. It's always something else, you know. It's always something else to that. Uh, what do we got here? Oh, we are going to talk about the Illuminati. The Illuminati is a real thing. Uh, also, I want to talk about Mount Wondegore. Mount Wondegore is a big thing in the Marvel comics. Also, Mount Wondegore is actually where Wanda and Pietro were born, you know. And that is where the Dark Hole was created and the demon Cthon wrote the Dark Hole and passed it down to generation to generation. In the comics, the Dark Hole is basically any uh, like man of power, like Genghis Khan, something like that, they have possession of the Dark Hole. And that's how they use it to rule the world. You know, uh, fuck, I see it no matter what. Uh, we'll double it this week. One uh, is crazy mom vibe. Yes, 616 man, you called it there also. Uh, didn't they kill two? <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> the Avengers? Or the, the Illuminati? He's talking about the Illuminati. Oh, the Illuminati. Yeah, I forgot. Yeah, in the early 2010s, everybody thought the, the Illuminati real, was something. The real Illuminati. Right. The real Illuminati. Yes, the Illuminati. And I'll, I'll be honest with you. Every, the we stone went crazy. cutters. 
Yeah, we went crazy in the 2010s where everybody thought the Illuminati was some kind of sex cult, you know, that Jay-Z and Beyonce was a part of. Like, if they really was Illuminati, do you really think they let Jay-Z and Beyonce a part of it? Or they would bother to kill Tupac? Why, why kill Tupac? I don't know. I think Suge Knight did it, but that's just me. But anyway, uh, <laughs> Dr. 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 tried to marry her for Ultimate. Uh, hell, I think he tried to marry her like the regular universe. Yeah, Dr. Doom, like, got the hots for Wanda. I mean, because she... Hell, she knows magic. She's crazy. He has a type, you know. Uh, what else we got? Like I said, it's Illuminati. They're real. Uh, they did mention something quickly in the in the movie where they talked about the incursion. So when we talk about Avengers Dissemble, we also got to talk about uh, Jonathan Hickman's Secret Wars run, which they seem like they're planting the seeds for that. You know, because yeah. when the incursions, where they had the planets cr- crashing into each other, blowing up shit like that. Yeah, so they're, they're planting the seeds. I don't know if they're going to do Secret Wars, but they're planning to see. They're letting people know what they're doing right now. Um, we can Either way, comic about... nerds like fucking busted a nut. Ooh! <laughs> that. It's for me. Ooh. Nobody else recognizes oh my God. but me. I know that. I know that. This movie's <laughs> awesome. They want to do this in popcorn. They say, you shut up, nerd. <laughs> Sit down. <laughs> Incursion. Incursion. Uh, also, I want to talk briefly about America Chavez. Uh, they didn't say her superhero name in the movie, but her superhero name in the comics is Miss America. Shocker. Yeah, that's the thing. Uh, she pretty much the same powers in the comics. I mean, pretty same powers she had in the movies and the comics. She can hop from multiverse to multiverse with that star shit she does. She has super strength. She can also fly in the comics. They don't explain how she does any of the shit. She just does it. Uh, I never read any of her solo comics because they sucked. But... She did pop up in superhero books every now and then that I kind of like. So I'm like, eh, she feels out of roster. So, yeah, why not? Throw on a team. Okay. Um, let's see. What else we got? They're coming in hot. Uh, she's she, the best part. Who? Miss America? America? I don't think so. <laughs> I'll talk about that in a second. But, yeah. Uh, well, right now. Like, oh, that's some creepy what, shit. Licking my chops, yo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Yeah. <laughs> oh <laughs> uh, yeah but that's what's going on right now so like i said those are the elements of what i saw in the movie it does feel like it's setting up things but uh the russo brothers keep saying they only come back for yes they're saying that they'll come back if they do secret wars they want to come back for secret wars or that's the only movie they'll come back for so it does seem like they're planting the seeds for that at least so they're talking know? about hickman's secret wars not the old school beyonder secret wars well, this is Marvel. They might do both. And just they do both. <laughs> yeah, just, just fuck it, you know? <laughs> like, nobody knows, you know? <laughs> uh, yeah, so I guess that being said, I guess we just talk about the movie and what I talk about. It. I, I guess I'll go first. About what jumped out at me. Uh, like I said, the movie, I felt like, was a visual feast. Now, is this what is this committing the crime that Marco says he said that all these movies aren't cinema, just theme park rides? Yes, he's right about this movie. But guess what? That's okay. Because sometimes you want a theme park ride. Sometimes you just want to go, multiverse of madness, you know, stuff like that. And that's fine. You know, it's okay to just go see a visually appealing movie that's more style over substance. Uh, Wait, what? Would you be better as a show? Not really. I mean, do you... nah, not really. <laughs> I don't think so. For a four-hour movie. <laughs> yeah, they do a four-hour movie. They'll break it up in five parts or some shit like that. So, yeah. I mean, hell, all the TV shows, I mean, all the movies are TV shows anyway. So shit. Yeah. Um, yeah, let me say, and I think it's very coincidental that Marvel released this movie on Mother's Day weekend. 
Uh, and I also wanted, I also noticed something, and I didn't notice it at first. We were making fun of, but I noticed that that multiverse of madness, M O M, mom. Oh shit! Oh, the it's the Illuminati, dude. Stay woke. Stay woke. <laughs> and open your third eye, my brother. <laughs> <laughs> right, like Doctor Strange, you know. <laughs> yeah. So, so that's what's going on with this movie. So they purposely release this movie on Mother's Day because at the heart of this movie, it is a Mother's Day movie. Just like Die Hard is a Christmas movie. So, yeah, so we can say that about this movie. Uh, like I said, it's another one of those movies where Wanda lost her shit. What I did like about this movie is that Wanda did lose her shit on her own volition, like her own control. She wasn't possessed by a demon or wasn't controlled by Mephisto, so like that. It was her doing this. Now, you can say the Dark Hole corrupted her, but it was still on her own choosing. So every, every all of her actions she is responsible for it and a lot of times it's a comic book trope that whenever a woman has too much power she always get possessed so it's not gene gray it's the dark phoenix doing it it's not sue storm it's malice doing it it's not uh madeline, madeline Pryor. it's the goblin queen doing it so it's like some other demon possessing them so they can never be controlled their own action wanda is in control of her own actions yes the dark hole corrupted her yes she's drunk off her own power stuff like that but at the end of the day it's her actions that's doing it uh clip of internet scoopers get this shit on there for rumors and ties that's another thing i'm glad you brought that up 616 man let's just talk about that also so a lot of people online like i said eli you talk about how comic book nerds like it when they just throw them breadcrumbs and stuff like that well a lot of comic book nerds are upset also because one thing about this movie if i could criticize about it that they were heavy on the madness light on the multiverse a lot of people wanted you know uh cameos on top of cameos top of cameos yeah there was some but did we get tom cruise as iron man no did we get daniel uh ratcliffe harry potter as wolverine <laughs> we didn't get that so that's what people goku. were expecting. what the fuck you didn't get goku you didn't get magneto you didn't get john wick none of that shit showed didn't get up luke. and didn't get right no luke scout no baby no yoda superman. You know. Where the fuck was right superman? but we got this covers right black superman you know, none <laughs> of that shit showed up even though we got this covered told us this was going to happen so because we got this cover lied i'm gonna hate this movie like what sense does that make deadpool wasn't in it even I though uh, yeah i think that's one of the reasons why i mean i've heard this is a divisive movie um and i heard that that's one of the reasons i think that's one of the reasons why people that, that, that is one of the reasons yeah. there, there are other reasons but that is definitely one of the reasons uh fun fact jake how the duck did show up in endgame watch again see if you can find him uh harry potter's wolverine yes yes that was oh, a we, thing we, we ranted about that a couple we, we ran we ranted about that that was a thing so that's the thing so people kept yelling about i want this in the movie i want that in the movie and none of that stuff ever happened so people got pissed off about it um that's that's one right you shouldn't read all these rooms stuff like that now yeah i believe the rumor that tom cruise was going to be iron man in the movie but if he wasn't in i was gonna be like oh fuck this movie it's a it's a one out of five because tom cruise was in it no it just was a thing and why are people upset that a Doctor Strange movie turned out to be nothing more than a Doctor Strange movie? I mean, that's what Marvel sold it as. <laughs> yeah, they yeah. sold it as cameos, but guess what? Those cameos were just that, cameos. It wasn't like uh, the Marvel cameo action hour guest starring Doctor Strange, which what I thought it was going to be. I, I thought it was exactly going to be like he barely shows up and Illuminati just takes over and fight everybody while he's stuck in a cage doing some bullshit, you know, whatever like that. But it wasn't that. It was pretty much a, a Doctor Strange slash Wanda movie. It was both of their movies. Uh, and you really can't complain about Wanda being too much in a movie because, like, shit, she's the villain. I've seen some movies where the villain is focused more time. 
Batman, that original Batman 89. Joker is in that movie more than Batman is. You know, but nobody says, oh, it's too much Joker. No, nobody says that. You know, uh, it's like when Ant-Man didn't go to the big. <laughs> I don't oh, yeah. think anybody I don't think anybody was upset about that, but maybe somebody was. Maybe some people were upset about that. I remember being uh, a huge yeah, the artifact Sun. plot device. Yeah, we 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 ranted about that during the whole. Um, we're not there for the was it the Morbius review? We talked about that. The Mor- Midnight Sun. I don't think he was there that week because I, I remember I don't think Six One Six Man was that week. But the Dark Hole has been a thing. Like the Dark Hole has always been a thing. It's been in Midnight Sun. It was like uh, several seasons of Agents of Shield where they had to do this shit. I think in the Runaways, I think it showed up in that. So it's, yeah, it's Marvel's so, Necronomicon, yeah. <laughs> which is another thing we're talking about. Uh, that's the thing, Eli. I felt like this was more of a Sam Raimi movie than a Kevin Feige movie because there was a lot of Sam Raimi isms oh, in yeah. this movie. Oh yeah, yeah. I was they I was all. pinpointing that's from Evil Dead. There's Drag Me to Hell. There's Army of Darkness. There's evil right. Ass, and, and it, yeah. <laughs> right. And it wasn't just his movies either. I mean, like I said, I, I'm you're the you're you're a hard guy. You're my hard expert here. I know you spotted all kind of tropes that were popping up through the movie. Yeah. Like, oh, that came from that, that came from the that, car, that came from that. Ash's car. Yeah. It's in every Sam Raimi movie. It makes an appearance in every even in Spider-Man. Uh, Uncle Ben was driving it in Spider-Man. It made an appearance in this one too. You know, yeah, so yeah, just I, like, I, I was, you know, Bruce Campbell, uh, Bruce Campbell, Bruce Campbell, Campbell. which we knew Bruce Campbell was going to be in it. Yeah, you know, and that's... he squirts shit in his face that Sam Raimi can never resist squirting some shit in Bruce Campbell's face. That's his best friend. It's not like he hates him or something. You know? Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see what we got here. Uh, uh, Bruce needs a bigger role. I think his leading man days are behind him. There was a time when, like, every comic book casting role. Everybody fan casted Bruce Campbell as oh Bruce Campbell to be this guy, that guy, that guy. Like, damn. Okay. I think he's past that now, but yeah, uh pushing hard and comedy. And that's another thing I'm, I'm damn six one six. You you kind of like read my mind before I even get to it, but I'll I'll go ahead and address it. One thing I did like about this movie, I felt like this was the most R-rated PG 13 movie I've seen in a while. Wasn't 80s level. Like I said, we all grew up in the 80s where this shit would have been PG, <laughs> you know. Yeah, I thought uh, it was pretty- pretty light <laughs> yeah but, but i'm saying as far as a pg movie pg-13 movie in this age like can you think of a harder pg-13 movie uh in recent drag, years i think not, drag me to hell was pg-13 and i was surprised that was pg-13 was i don't know <laughs> yeah, I, okay I think we, we might have yeah, uh, I'm, yeah i'm pretty I, sure we'll we'll look it up we'll look it did up this did this movie scare you <laughs> It didn't scare me. It didn't scare me. But there were people in the movie that were scared. I did see people scared. You know, it didn't scare me. I was like, oh, because I I knew the jump scares were coming, you know. But there were people like, oh, you know. And I had to put a slammer out. I was like, if you're going to take little kids to go see this movie, like I said, we grew up in the 80s. So shit like this, we were used to it. But little kids that don't grow up to this and go see a Marvel movie and expect jokey jokes and stuff like that, and they see this shit, it might freak some of them out if they have a low threshold. So I did put a disclaimer out for that. I guess, you know. yeah. We're from the 80s. We're hard. Yeah, we're... Right. So, like I said, they didn't <laughs> grow up when we grew up. You know, it's surprising we made it out the way we did. You know, but yeah. that's, that's yeah. the thing. But I'll say, in this day and age, it might be a little too much for people not used to it. That's all. I guess. I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I mean, like, like Shazam. Shazam had those monsters, but I wouldn't call it People, no, But people were pissed <laughs> at Shazam. People were pissed at Shazam. I remember that. Uh, I, I I even heard some stories of uh, parents taking their kids out when that shit started happening. You know, because because that guy, had, 
That's the age we live in. Right? <laughs> we live yeah. in a participation generation. So, of course, they're going to be mad. <laughs> uh, yeah, but like I said, but that guy came from a hard background. So, of course, we we're going to see that stuff. So, um, yeah, that, like I said, that, that's why I put the disclaimer out there that, yeah, this is for a PG-13 movie. It may be a little bit harder what you expect. Like, that's the thing. People going in expecting to see the Marvel Action Hour and getting really, you know, uh, a TV version of Evil Dead 4. You know, they weren't expecting shit. It may not be ready for shit like that, you know. Yeah, I mean, uh, I, I wouldn't go as much as to call it horror. I mean, yeah, it was like horror light. Baby, baby's first conjuring. That's what I'm saying. That's baby first horror movie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Baby's first exorcist saying. or some shit. <laughs> uh, yeah, two critics were kind of weak. Uh, they really were. Yeah. One was clear, which I don't really care. Why put Charlie staring in all these movies? She's kind of, whatever. Um, but yeah, that's my thing about the movie. So people are upset <laughs> because they expected it to be way more cameos. But that it was actually a more focused Doctor Strange Wanda story. Uh, more, more, more on Wanda than it was on Doctor Strange. Some people criticized the movie that it may have felt like an episodic adventure for Doctor Strange. Like you know, when you watch those James Bond movies, shit happens, but at the end of the day, it's just another James Bond adventure. Because what did Doctor Strange really go through in this movie? Did it really bust the MCU wide open? Not really. He went through an adventure. He got something, and that's it. Uh, another thing about this movie is that. People were expecting it to do all this homework and all this studying and all this research. And okay, I watched Spider-Man No Way Home. I watched What If. I watched blah, 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 Loki and all this shit like that. None of that shit factored into the movie. It didn't. You didn't have to watch What If for this. You didn't have to watch Loki for this. You didn't even have to watch No Way Home for this. We thought that was going to fall into this story plot, a plot line. It didn't at all. The only thing you had to watch was WandaVision. Now, if you didn't watch WandaVision, you would be like, what what happened? <laughs> you know, why is she going this way? You know, so you would be lost if you didn't watch WandaVision. But all the other shit, you don't need to watch What If. You don't need to watch Locust or like that because none of that played into it, even though a lot of people thought it did. So they were thinking that they had to watch all that at Moon Knight, that they had to watch all this stuff just to, you know, just to understand what's going on in this movie. When really boiled down to it, it was really a self-contained story. And then when it ended, it kind of just wrapped up. It didn't bust the multiverse wide open. They closed it up and that was it. You know, otherwise, other than an, an incursion popped out of somewhere that they took care of off screen. I'm pretty sure it'd be taken and care of by the time. That should happen in the Spider-Man movie anyway, so. Yeah, um, that's the thing. But but that's the thing. But the, uh, the Spider-Man shit, nothing in the Spider-Man shit had nothing to do with this. We thought yeah. it was going to, but I it think didn't. That's, yeah, I think they were expecting, oh my God, all this cool shit's going to happen now. And it's just like, it's just another multiverse thing you know we get so right. many like the multiverse i mean you know with with you know uh all these multiverse movies happening or stories with community and rick and morty the darkest and, timeline right yeah, yeah. you know <laughs> jet lee's the one remember that shit flash <laughs> next year or would have been this year if if dc get this shit together yeah, yeah. into the spider-verse i mean we, we just keep getting these like multiverse storylines coming from all these movies so it's like nothing new really anymore i don't know what, yeah, the why multi, they're expecting the like hot, all this you know? mind-blowing shit to happen. well look that uh, people watching movie they want to know when the x-men are going to show up that's the thing when are the x-men going to show up so they think okay wolverine is going to show up cyclops is going to be at the it's going to be a stinger at the ending none of that happens they you know? and, and they had not acknowledged that in this one with professor x you know they acknowledge yeah he showed up and was killed off you know 
which people I thought was hilarious. I thought, I thought was it was hilarious. hilarious. But, you know, people are pissed off that, oh, we finally get to see these heroes, stuff like that, and everybody's just killed off in, like, seconds, which, yeah, I thought was hilarious. Also, like, damn, so that's just – they basically were jobbers for Wanda. That's all it was. Like, the most yeah. powerful heroes were just jobbers, you know. Yeah, she took – she, like, the Illuminati got murked. Right. <laughs> with the quickness, which I laugh. I, I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> right. And people think it's gonna be so like Especially Reed. Yeah. When he takes out when she takes out Reed. My like, thing is, what did Reed expect him to do? But like hey, I'm gonna <laughs> use my stretchy powers on this all-powerful evil witch that controls the multiverse. Like, okay. Like he deserved it. He's the smartest man in the world. That was the dumbest shit you could think of. Oh, my strongest guy over here. Let me tell you his weakness. <laughs> Like, come on, man. So, oh, and that was another thing about it. Black Bolt was the same actor <laughs> from the Inhuman show. So, there you go. Don't you feel yeah. legitimate now? <laughs> yes, I'm the the one person that watched that show from beginning to end. Oh, they're dead. <laughs> now, I do like the one thing when Reed did mention he has kids. I'm like, oh, if Franklin was here right now, Franklin could fuck up Wanda because nobody else could stop her. You know. Uh, even Dr. Baron, Nightmare Villain, since he literally said he haunts Dr. Strange. Uh, honestly, it felt very Star Trek-ish to me. Because when we're talking about the multiverse like that, if you want to talk like the first pop culture thing, you could say Star Trek. You know, when everybody had, they went to the, the evil dimension, everybody had like evil goatees and shit. Or you know. Army of Darkness, evil Ash, you know. Right. So, ash, and you're a bad Ash, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was a shit. Wait, that was a show. Yes. So, Jake, uh, Black Bolt at the end was in a human show. Don't watch it. Don't watch it. Uh, it's hands down the worst thing Marvel has done. Whatever you think Marvel has done, TV show-wise, it's worse. It's so much worse. So, uh, Jim Fred Office, my face, I turned over spaghetti, man. <laughs> hey, that's what you should have been talking shit. <laughs> so, <laughs> talking about we'll handle your little witch. Okay, sure. Of course you will. Um, trying to think what else we can think about this movie. Uh, as far as, like, character arc, now we could talk about it, it was an episodic adventure. But I guess Strange did kind of go through a arc also because when he met that evil Doctor Strange, basically that evil Doctor Strange was going through the same thing Wanda was going through. And it is easily how easily he can be uh could fall down a path also. So I thought it was pretty interesting. Um and yeah, it's pretty much all I talk about. Like I said, I, I thought it was an awesome, visually entertaining movie, especially at the end when he started doing crazy shit like strange possessing a a, a zombie. You know, fighting yeah. Wanda saying shit like, if you want to, you got to do more than kill me than kill me. I'm like, okay, that's a craziest line, but still. But that's more Raimi ism because it did feel like he was doing a deadite type thing, you know. Uh, and it reminded me of the darkness, like when, when, like, dark, dead, strange, when he possessed the, his dead body. And those, and those souls those of the damn demon souls coming out reminded me of the darkness. Like, damn, yeah. that looked dope. <laughs> <laughs> and he had to use this cape because he can't fly in this universe of like that even like i said and we could talk about other horror movie tropes that were going on like when she popped out of the uh the gong and it's basically out of the ring you know uh or even the horror movie scene when they're walking down a corridor and she was like that's so many slasher movies that was in we could talk about michael Myers. Oh, that's it, the yeah. funny thing about it that she was limping they were running at full speed and she was still right behind them the whole time but <laughs> that's a horror movie trope what you expect I almost like expect um, the cartoon, uh, or the cartoon, well, it was a cartoon, but that big giant monster that he fought in the street, you know, um, and then he w pulled the eye out. That's right out of Evil Dead. Yeah. Yes, like, yes, yes. Okay. That's the another evil, thing. But in Evil, like, yeah, there's yeah. A, the not the Evil Dead when it the eyeball shot out and went into that chick, went into Bobby Joe's mouth. 
Mm-hmm. You know, of course, when I first saw it, I, I expected a geyser of blood to. I was like, oh, wait, this it's, is Marvel. It's, P- it's PG 13. It's PG 13. <laughs> but yes, we got to talk about Shumu Gore. I don't want to hear nothing about no fucking Gargantos or no fucking looking shit like that. No, this is Shuma Gurath. Now, yes, I understand they couldn't call him Shuma Gurath because Marvel, technically the rights are kind of wishy-washy because they may or may not be tied in with Conan. But And people were complaining about the fight was too long with the bug-eyed monster. They don't understand that that was fan service because we as fans know who Shuma Gurath is from Marvel's Capcom. <laughs> you know, he was one of those weird monster stuff like that. So when you're fighting, you go, and yes, it's me playing. I'm sorry, y'all. I dropped the combo, but that's okay. Uh, but yeah, that's what we know Shumagurath from. So yes, I would like, give me as much Shumagurath as you can. And, and uh, we understand if you want to call him Gargantos because of legal reasons, that's cool. But we know what Shumagurath looks like, you know. So people uh, were pissing got... about that fight? I don't know. Yeah, 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 yeah. A whole bunch of critics. <laughs> the pacing, the cinematography, the CGI. How are you supposed to make a realistic, better looking bug eyed monster? <laughs> you know, of course, it's going to be shitty CGI, especially you can do. Uh, Black Bolt. Yeah. Funny thing about Black Bolt, when he started talking and nuked himself in the head, I thought that shit was funny. Yeah. Um, yeah, but uh, but like I said, it was it was a bunch of uh, cool moments in the movie. Yeah, that was some, you could tell there was some studio pacing moments in the movie where they kind of stopped it and started talking about who america chavez was like we give a shit yeah oh my two moms who cares you know whatever you know uh we understand they have to shoehorn here because where they're setting up the next generation of avengers so she's got to be on the team but most part she was a plot device or a mcguffin if you will like they call it as a trope you know that's all she was there for you eli you can almost say she was the final girl this movie if you really want to play in the horror movie tropes because strange technically was dead even though you're still fighting i suppose yeah yeah I, yeah I, I, I uh go ref was cool to see yeah uh professor has got his next snap oh but anyway i talked enough about eli what did you think about it go ahead Rip. uh-oh uh-oh <laughs> you didn't think you're gonna get a chance go go ahead and crack your knuckles and... <laughs> no i thought it was okay now mm-hmm. that doesn't mean I hate the movie. Get this. I know it's the internet. Oh my God. You didn't like totally bust a nut watching this movie. You must hate this shit. <laughs> or, no. or it's SJW boo, woke bullshit. You yeah. I, I, I thought it was okay. That's just, I was, you know, I was entertained. Like you said, it was beautiful to look at fucking, uh, it wasn't, it, yeah, it, it was fun. It was a lot of fun. Sam Raimi, you know, here's the thing about Sam Raimi, Sam Raimi, invented he's one of the pioneers of this style of filmmaking you know all the whippy camera moves and the zooms and the flash cuts and all that shit he was doing that shit back in the 70s now you can say oh george lucas was doing you know he was doing special effects and for star wars and all that shit no george uh sam raimi was doing this shit by himself you know because that's when he shot the first evil dead in the late 70s it didn't get released for a few years but, you know, he was doing all these, these guys, Robert Tappert, Bruce Campbell, they were strapping cameras with two by fours and inventing these wild shots, you know, on 16 millimeter cameras. So he kind of like pioneered this wacky style of filmmaking that we see in every movie now, all that, that you can only do with CGI. He was doing that shit with an impractical in-camera shit, you know. So, yeah, that, it's, it, it was cool to see him just sort of flex those, those you know, his style. You know, uh, also, so- I want to add why, why you're going. Also, we, when we talk about Sam Raimi, we got to understand that the Marvel tropes of happening like the new millennium, he invented that too. Because the yeah. Spider Man movies, the pretty much the MCU is just 
okay, the Spider-Man movies wrote the blueprint. Let's just copy that shit, you know? And so, yeah, so he did. So it, it kind of, it almost comes full circle with him doing Doctor Strange, especially with they're both Steve Ditko creations. So, yeah. That's all yeah. I got to say. But. So, yeah, it, I, I was, I, I had a lot of fun, you know, with it. I was like, as, as a Sam Raimi, as an evil, like Evil Dead, Evil Dead 2 is like one of my all-time favorite movies. I will pick that over the Titanic or anything uh, Nolan did. <laughs> anything, <laughs> <laughs> you know. So it was fun to see, yeah, like sit there and pick, you know, at, while all the comic nerds were, ooh, the Illuminati and ooh, incursions. I'm sitting there, oh, mm -hmm. drag me to hell. Oh, Evil Dead 2. Oh, mm -hmm. Army of Darkness. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the gift. But, but you know? <laughs> I, think that's, I think that's one of the strengths of the movie, Eli, yeah. because, you can, because they're feeding comic nerds. But since Sam Raymond, like I said, comes from that horror background, he's feeding horror fans also. Yeah. Like, I'm not saying he's scaring you, but you can see the tropes. Yeah, you know. and that's what I and I, that's what I had fun doing. Like I said, seeing Bruce Campbell, seeing Ash's car, you know, seeing shots right out of certain movies and certain timing, you know, that that just just seeing him, seeing Sam Raimi flex his style was fun to watch. You know, about the only gripe I had was the was this I guess the storyline. I guess my only thing is Wanda is all of a sudden evil because she's just sad again. That's my only thing. You know, we already went through WandaVision, which is what we spent, what, how many episodes dwelling on Wanda's trauma and her coming to terms with that trauma. And I love WandaVision. It really was a deep dive into how, into, you know, into her sorrow, into her pain. And I love that show. And I, you know, and at the end of that show, she sort of comes to terms with this. She goes in hiding and, you know, I'm going to, you know, I, I, I did a bad thing. I shouldn't possess people's towns and shit. And she kind of goes into hiding but then he would come to this movie and she's like, oh, I'm still sad. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to go evil now. <laughs> and I'm, 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 I'm the bad guy now. So I thought that was kind of a weak motivation. Because, um, yeah, I, I just, yeah, I, like I said, we're, we're, it's just like rehashing WandaVision again. So that was like my only gripe with, with it, you know. Um, uh, you know, and that's, and another thing, I guess I'm not, I'm not a big Doctor Strange fan. You know, I, I never really connected with him as a comic character or Wanda, or Wanda. I was never into the Scarlet Witch. I think she just, yeah, like you, like you said before, all she does is fuck shit up. You know, <laughs> right. that's, that's all she does is fuck shit up. You know, she's uh, um, always throwing a hissy fit and ruining universes. And, you know, it was like, why, what's your, just make some more kids. You made these kids and not even make some more. Like, what's the fucking problem? You know? Right. <laughs> I guess it's magic. That's my thing. I have a deal with, I, I'm not into magic. That's what I'm finding. I, I find magic characters kind of corny. You know, I just can't get into it. Because there's no rules. They're kind of, kind of do what they want. Yeah. Doctor Strange, why do these sorcerers know Kung Fu? Why are they fighting with Kung Fu weapons? Just turn the motherfucker into a bunny rabbit or some shit. Like what? what? <laughs> like, what well, you know what? You got to do an incantation and a spell and you got to do what some jujitsu. You know, but when you, you when you punch a motherfucker, and just shoot him. You know, you just do that shit. You know, so you gotta. Yeah. That's that's my explanation for it. That's why. Yeah, I, why, you know. why to just make some more kids? You 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 fucking can, <laughs> you fuck up all these universes. You can't just make a kid again. Like, what the <laughs> fuck? you know, I get that. Hell, go go I, meet a guy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, what the fuck? <laughs> I guess that's why that's why I could never get into Harry Potter. I know. <laughs> I just it's just corny ass shit. I, I I'm just not into magic shit. You know, like Conan. Conan, he hates sorcerers because they're 
fucking punk ass pussies who use magic. Right. You said they I, won't I, straight up fight. Right. You know. Yeah, I, I stand with Conan. So I guess that that be therefore yes. I, I, if I wasn't, Conan don't like if Conan says fuck magic. I say fuck magic. <laughs> yeah, basically, you know. So yeah, I, I'm I'm not emotionally invested into Doctor Strange or Wanda as characters. So therefore, I like had a hard time buying the 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 dramatic weight of it you know but other than that i was i had a good time i like i said it was fun to watch it was cool to see zombie strange come up and do some darkness shit and uh yeah i i laughed my ass off when she just like totally slapped the shit out of the illuminati you know <laughs> you know um and, and yeah i i you know i it was another perfectly fine marvel movie to me you know and that's how I view most of the Marvel movies. They're perfectly fine. You know, it's another, it's another Ant-Man. It's another fucking, you know, uh, Black Widow. It's, it's another, you know, um, standard Marvel flick, you know? And, and that's how I viewed it. I wasn't particularly blown away and like, oh my God, oh shit. You know, like I was with like Endgame or Winter Soldier. This was another fine, entertaining movie like Shazam. Like Captain Marvel, like you know, I, I don't. There's not. I haven't really hated any of the Marvel movies, right. except so for like, they're all they're all on the same level for you. Yeah, right. except for like Dark yeah. World and like Iron Man Two. I came out of those movies saying yeah. "fuck that shit," but <laughs> <laughs> but for the most part, I'm like, oh, that was fun, and that's how I felt about this. I thought it was fine. You know, it, it was another perfectly serviceable comic book movie. Mm, which is better? Oh, Evil I, I, I hated the remake of Evil Dead. So, <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> don't 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 open that door. <laughs> I'll stand here for another hour bitching about the Evil Dead remake. <laughs> uh, one Super Six. Yeah, that was even another Superman. Basically, when Doctor Strange jumped off the uh building without and then turned into Doctor Strange or he Sorcerer Supreme clothes. That was that was straight out of Superman, like the old Superman. So yeah, I, I like that little thing right there. Uh, supernatural level, but Ghost Rider is a nice blend between the two. Uh, yeah, let's see. Uh, keeping rumors about doing a Scarlet Witch trilogy, isn't she dead at the end? She's a multiversal being that killed the Illuminati in five minutes. You think a building's gonna kill her? I mean, <laughs> you know the rules. Nobody, no death. You know how it is. So, yeah. So they could they could bring it back anytime they wanted to. So, yeah, um, I give it a three point five out of five. 3.5 out of 5. 3.5 out of 5. Okay, okay, okay. I'm going to give it a 4.5 out of 5. Yeah. I'm going to give it a 4.5 out of 5 because of the creativity they put into it because there was some shit they was doing that was like, oh, well, it's creativity. Even the music battle. I kind of like that one. That was probably the weakest part of the movie to me, but just the fact they were doing it and you can hear like symphonies playing the background like, da -da 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 -da. Yeah. you know, the whole time. I was like, oh, okay, this is this is creative. And plus the whole time, the whole thing where they were doing with the uh, the multiverse about how dreams uh, are like peeping into the uh, other realities. And that's not even a magic thing. That's actually like scientists have theorized that, that that may be if there is a multiverse, dreams let our way in there. And I've even how that they, too. Like, like, yeah, uh, I think like, uh, like Hindus or like Buddhists believe like you're, when you dream, you're dreaming of, of your uh, another self. And, and that's the thing is, I, I see that's the thing. I like all of that, especially in the first Doctor Strange, because. You're dealing with, he was dealing with trauma. He was dealing with physical trauma because of his hands and it, it led to this depression. And then he ended up overcoming his trauma because trauma, you know, you, you know, same thing with Wanda. She, she trapped herself in this, in this, in that neighborhood, just in this moment of despair. And that's what trauma is. You're stuck in this moment of sadness, 
You know, that's why I love the first Doctor Strange when that's how he that's how he defeats Dormammu by defeating him right. with out, the time out loop. thinking him. Yeah. Yeah. By de- it's a time loop. He's, he's he traps Dormammu in, in time, you know, so I thought that thematically I, I loved all that. So that uh, coming into this movie, we're like, oh, we're just going over, getting over trauma again. I guess, it, you know, it wasn't nothing new to me. You know what I mean? You know, so that's 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 the thing. I I wasn't as, you know, it wasn't as thought provoking as WandaVision or the first Doctor Strange for me, for me anyways. But yeah, it was fun. It was a wild ride. It was fun. <laughs> right. And, and that's the thing. Like I said, I it, I agree with you on it. It wasn't as thought provoking. There's not a lot of meat on this movie. Themes were there, but they weren't really that strong. Like, OK, yeah, we can talk about trauma. We could talk about uh, letting go, regret the grass green on the other side. But it wasn't. Second at the chances. Yeah, I think that yeah, was it. Second, like it, it was, yeah. yeah, we are we are all capable of being evil and making mistakes, but you know we can all learn from it. I think that was the lesson in the end because there was evil Doctor Strange, there was evil Wanda, and they all mm-hmm. sort of re- redeemed themselves. In yeah, the end. and and so, yeah, I do like that one chances. little thing. Yeah, I do like that one little thing because the evil Doctor Strange was saying I was going around the multiverse killing other Doctor Strange. Remember when you kept having a dream about uh you falling off a building? That was probably me. And I was thinking like, yeah, so you can, I heard, I don't know if it's true or not. You can never picture yourself dying in a dream or something like whenever it happens, you wake up like automatically. So yeah. I guess if we are talking about the, the multiverse, the dreams, whatever like that, when you are dying, it's when you're snapping out of it, whatever like that. And the dream walks were cool. That's another thing. We talked about all these cameos. Gomer told me Sleepwalker was going to be in this movie. Gomer lied. So yeah, one <laughs> one out of five for this movie, man. Did Gomer actually go see this movie? I don't know. He probably did. he probably read a Wikipedia or a script of us <laughs> like that. <laughs> yeah, so don't tell it. Uh, but yeah, like I said, the reason that's the reason I'm giving a high because of the creativity factor of what they were doing. Yes, the themes were weak. They were contrived. I, I agree with you on that. Uh, a lot of the plot did seem convenient. Oh, we got this one multiversal girl that just popped out of nowhere in the Doctor Strange lap. Okay. One of, yeah, so the plot was kind of contrived, but like I said, creativity. Zombie Doctor Strange, Illuminati popping out of nowhere getting wiped out in five minutes. Uh, evil Doctor Strange and good Doctor Strange fighting each other with music. It was shit that, that's memorable. And the, and the horror elements. Like I said, it didn't scare me, but just the fact that they they went there. It felt like uh, Sam Raimi was like, oh, you know I'm a horror movie guy, right? I'm gonna take this as far as Marvel will let me go. You know. I mean, doc- I'm doctor. I mean, <laughs> Sam Raimi's done a bunch of movies. I mean, he, you know, he's done. Yeah, his horror movies get a lot of attention because he's just so good at them. But he's mm-hmm. done like comedies and noir. Was it Simple Plan and what's that mm-hmm. shitty fucking Kevin Costner baseball love story pile of shit that he made? That movie sucked. But <laughs> 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 the love of the game, uh, where, where Kevin Costner was a baseball player and it was a love story. God, that movie. He's a, a pile baseball player like in every movie in the nineties. <laughs> Yeah, he couldn't um, do anything else but play baseball. But, but yeah. westerns, he made Quick and the Dead with Sharon Stone. I mean, he just makes that was an awesome movie. Yeah, yeah, comedies, and you know, it's just yeah, his his movies get his horror movies gets a lot of attention because he's he's just good at that shit, you know. So it's cool to just see him flex. You know, he's perfectly made. Like I said, that style, his style of filmmaking is what everybody does now. I mean, he pioneered it. Only right. he was doing it without CG. Yeah. Right. Like I said, and then the thing was it, it did this movie did have Sam Raimi's stamp on a lot of these Marvel movies just feel like they are cranked out by a, a factory, stuff like that. But this felt like a Sam Raimi movie to me, at least. So. Yeah. 
Yeah, so. I, people are saying, oh, though, he shouldn't direct anything. And blah, blah, blah. I've seen some of those posts like, what the fuck are you talking about? You know, I, you know, some people just want to just go against the grain. Some people I just hate don't, this movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I like the same thing with like the Boba Fett show. Like, oh, Robert Rodriguez shouldn't direct any more Star Wars. I was like, it ain't Robert Rodriguez's fault. Filoni right. and Fiverr are the one who wrote that shit. <laughs> you don't understand. You got to understand the process of filmmaking. <laughs> you know, it's, right? It's Kathleen Kennedy is so her fault. Yeah, it's... yeah, yeah. You know, the the director is you know puts together the shots and tells the actors what to do. You know, it all comes from the, they're, they're working off a script written beforehand, you know? <laughs> so yeah. And, and Sam Raimi didn't write this. He just put it on screen for you. Yeah. Yeah. So, but and whoever did, wrote this, I get it. <laughs> right. He, he directed it, but whoever wrote it, I give them props for it also. Cause like I said, whoever, I'm pretty sure zombie Dr. Strange at the end was Sam Raimi's idea. But if it wasn't, I give props. Whoever thought of that. Cause that shit was awesome. <laughs> uh, move on past that. Okay, sorry y'all. That's we we're done with the Doctor Strange thing. Uh, we're gonna move on to the comic books now because I know Eli read a bunch of shit and want to just talk about it. And I'm gonna uh, see if I got if I can pull up the books I want to talk about. But I'm gonna let you go first. Let's see what we got. Okie dokie. Well, should I go with uh, Obi Wan or Giant Size X Men or not X Men? What's this guy's name again? <laughs> T Hawk. <laughs> what, what the hell? Uh, where, where's where's he at? Where's my thing? Where's my share? Here's a clue. <laughs> oh, here. Okay. Oh, no. I, my my screen was freezing for a second. Okay, here we go. All right. So, giant size Thunderbird number one. So this is you know the, the forgotten X Men. Um, been dead since the seventies. Yeah. Yeah. Been dead since the seventies. He has been recently resurrected because that's what you can do now on Krakoa, resurrect mutants. Um, and he's back. And he kind of redeems himself in this, in, this, in this book. He's no longer the angry, chip-on-his-shoulder native dude. Um, native Wolverine, just, basically. Yeah, yeah. who just wants to like lash out at everybody like he was in the comics, or he was back in the 70s, and which led to his death. Um, his refusal to reason and listen... Um, and, and, you know, taking in context, this is the 70s. This is when a lot of Native activism was going on. You had the American Indian Movement. You had the stuff going on in Pine Ridge. You had the Longest Walk, the taking over of Alcatraz. Um, Marlon Brando refusing his Oscar and sending Sasheen Littlefeather on stage to get booed and almost, you know, John Wayne try to beat her up backstage. You know, right. so there was Security a lot of had to hold him back. Yeah. yeah, so a lot there was a lot of native awareness going on in the seventies, and that that's where they that that was a John Proudstar was a product of that time. So he's just this angry native guy who's got a chip on his shoulder, and that's what led to his death. Um, so he's back in this, and he basically returns home, goes back to his Apache reservation. And it turns out Orcus has kidnapped all everybody on his res, basically. Basically, they came, they went there to try and find the native mutants. And wait, wait. The, so, so he never got a chance to actually talk to his family. Oh well, I'll get to that. Yeah, he does. Oh, okay. Spoilers. My bad. You didn't read this without telling me you didn't read. <laughs> I was I was going to. I was planning on it. <laughs> uh, so Orcus basically kidnapped the whole res because they went there to try to find the native mutants, um, and nobody would give them up. So they just put everybody. Into, into the like the border jail, into the tension, into those cages. Um, so Proud Star goes to the like 
the cops beats the shit out of the cops. Um, and then Orcus shows up and that one guy from, uh, I forget his name. He's an old Mar- Mar- Mara sec or some shit, some old X-Men shit initiative, uh, uh, heritage initiative or some shit. Anyways, he shows up and he's like, yeah, we're in basically lays out the plan of we're basically taking, we've copyrighted the native mutant gene. So they own native mutants. They've, they own them by the government and they're going to make native, they're going to produce native mutants and influence them and put in them in places of power in a government so they can influence them. Um, and of course, proud stars like fuck that shit. They have a fight. That guy turns into a werewolf. Yeah. This guy turns into a werewolf. Mar- Mari sec or Marta, Marty sec. I don't know. Some I'm old this a new guy. Is yeah. he new or is he in- initiative? Uh, Heritage Initiative, part of Orcus. I don't know. I, I heard he was like an old villain. That's all I know. So, okay. But anyway, he turns into a werewolf. They have a fight. Proudstar beats the living shit out of him, and he's right about to rip his jaws open. He's got his jaw, like his, his hands on his jaws, ready to like rip his skull in half. And then Proudstar's grandma shows up. And it's like, what the fuck, John? I thought you were dead. And, um, and seeing that you're in a rage, it looks like, you know, the, the boy I knew is, st- you know, you're still full of his rage. So his, his grandma ends up talking him down, saying, you know, I know you're full of rage. You've always been an angry kid and an angry man. And that's what led to your death. But if you kill this guy, you're going to bring more, more heat down on our people. They're just going to keep coming. You can't just kill this guy or they're going to come after all of us. So he ends up like, okay, fuck it. And he ends up sparing the guy's life. Um, and, um, they take so off. They go. Learned. They go back. Okay. Yeah. They go back to the the res. Warpath shows up. He plants the flower to Kakoa. Warp Warpath shows up through the, the gateway, and they all oh hey it's a reunion. The great. They all have like they take a selfie together, and like oh yeah, home is where the heart is. It's good to be home, and you know. So it was it was kind of cool. I was expecting it to be a little corny, and it really wasn't. I was actually surprised that I I, I enjoyed it as much as I did. They changed his costume. There were some slow interludes where they do that Hickman shit where you get a page of reading <laughs> exposition and shit. But and oh, where they yeah. ex- they basically explain Proudstar and his culture and the, the colors of his of his costume and how tur- turquoise means uh, is the color of strength and, and resilience, and that's why he wants a turquoise costume now. Um, so there's all of that, and I was like, you know what? Let them do it because they're not gonna. They're, he ain't gonna get an ongoing series. They ain't gonna. They got another issue to explain this shit. So fuck it. Write me a big ass, long ass diatribe in one page explaining <laughs> all that shit. <laughs> just a big wall of ticks. Yeah, just explain all the shit you weren't gonna be able to say in another issue <laughs> because they're not letting you write another issue. This is the. This is it. You only got one shot. <laughs> so I was fine with that, you know. Um, and yeah, it, it touched on. It touched on a lot of native issues. It touched on, you know, the, you know, um, the the whole blood quantum thing. The whole, the, the idea of natives are the only race on earth that has to measure their blood, the 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 percentage of their native blood to prove they're native. Only dogs do that. The breeds of dog dogs and natives, <laughs> you know. Um, so yeah, I thought that was kind of interesting. How orchid was like after native mutant genes and all that, you know. Um, so yeah, it, it's basically, yeah, it, it's, you know, thematically Proudstar is fighting against the man, you know, in this book, you know, still angry, but still 
is able to dial it back at the end and not become that, you know, the angry yeah, so asshole he, he gets that he a, was. He gets a character arc, you know, yes, which he never got a chance to in the old books. Yeah. Because they keep referring to that, how his anger led to his death. He wouldn't listen to mm-hmm. Professor X. And they keep calling him that that fucking old white man in, in that school. They keep they keep fucking <laughs> That's what he was doing in the old in the book. He was like, <laughs> yeah. Professor X trying to recruit him. Look, white man, you know? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, they keep referring to they, they refer to Professor X as an asshole and basically how he wouldn't listen to him. And that's how he ended up getting killed on that plane and shit. So mm-hmm. so yeah, I'll give it a four out of five. I was pleasantly surprised by this. I didn't think it was gonna be that good. I thought it was gonna be another corny crap that you know marvel was gonna shove out and pat themselves on the back for native diversity but it was surprisingly well done and this was written by nyla rose that wrestler for uh aew she's the like trans woman national uh champion of the wrestling that wrestling uh circuit so she co-wrote this um so i thought that was pretty cool and a native artist wrote uh did the did the art too so I, I, I dug on it. I didn't think I would, and I did. So there you go. Four Very to five. Cool. Just want to, since, well, I don't know when we're going to talk about Thunderbird again. I'll talk about Thunderbird just briefly about how why he died. Because they were always going to kill a X-Man, but why Thunderbird? Because he was the angry guy, and they already had an angry guy with Wolverine. So they were like, okay, we're going to kill one of these guys. We don't need two angry guys. We already got nice guys like Colossus and Nightcrawler and like that. So why kill Thunderbird? Because Lynn Wing and Dave Cochran were Canadian. That's why. <laughs> and Wolverine's cooler. <laughs> and Wolverine's Canadian and cooler. So they're like, we can't kill the Canadian, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, but yeah, that's the true story. That's that's what happened. So yeah. Um, but my book next. What am I gonna do next? I read this once and I don't know if I remember anything about this book, man. Why did I read this? Okay, the book I read was Flashpoint Beyond Number One. Oh. Uh, I guess you're going to know what my rating is because I can barely remember anything that happened in this book. But what this is about, this is about Flashpoint Batman. You know, Thomas Wayne, the crazy one that kills people and shit like that. So is that. Uh, why is he here? We will find out. Because uh, apparently in this book, Flash, the Flashpoint universe is back. How it got back? They don't know. Or, and Thomas A Wayne crisis happened. <laughs> well... Not really, not not a crisis. An anti-crisis? Kind of, but not really. But Somebody yeah. opened the forge or some shit? Or... Yeah, the source wall or the some shit like that. Why, why, you, why you bullshitting, Eli? I am working on a multiverse map for DC right now that I'm going <laughs> to upload on the site. But it's taken me a few weeks to get it done. That's why I haven't uploaded it yet. But anyway, where were we going? Oh, were you're we going at? like okay. all out, huh? I'm, I'm doing it. I'm gonna. I'm gonna do it, and I, I get you get shared by one person, <laughs> or maybe two. <laughs> Jay's gonna share it, and that's gonna be it. That's it. But yeah, I'm putting work into it. But anyway, what we're doing right now is that the Flashpoint universe is back, and it left off where it left off, where the the Atlanteans are invading the Amazonians, and they're about to nuke the shit, whatever, like that. You know, whatever. So Thomas Wayne is there, and some other shit happened. I don't know, but this kid right here is Harvey Dent's kid, but Harvey Dent is dead. And his name is Dexter, Dexter Dent. Doesn't talk and Dexter Dent. And the penguin works for Thomas Wayne. He's like his, he's like his Alfred. You know. Okay. Uh yeah, it's weird. He was like, look, I gotta go handle some business. Uh babysit the kid for me. He's like, okay, Mr. Wayne. And and that's it. That's pretty much what happened. That's the reason 
uh, Thomas Wayne has to go. He's got to go down to the Batcave, and he's got to do some investigating because the reason he's trying to figure out why is the Flashpoint world still here? Because last time he he remembers the Flashpoint world ending. He remember Barry Allen coming here and ending it. But an assassin called Scavenger assassinated Barry Allen before he could remember he before he could turn into the Flash. So somebody Flashpointed the Flashpoint to make it not happen. So he's trying to find out, but but he knows the scavenger is an Atlantean assassin. So he knows the only way to find out who sent the Atlantean assassin is to find Aquaman. Find Aquaman and make Aquaman tell him who did. So that's the plan. Right. Yeah. So it's Flashpoint Batman versus Aquaman. So Aquaman is invading Europe because that's what the uh, Amazons are doing. And they have captured uh, Wonder Woman. And yeah, they've catched Wonder Woman, tied her up in her own lasso of truth and bear her like a Bond villain where they're going to drown her because the tide is rising or whatever like that. Oh, and that's Topo. Uh, Topo was the uh, the drum playing octopus in Aquaman movie. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah and this one, he's a guard. So, yeah, <laughs> he's like, look, I'm going to kill this one, bitch. Uh, she killed my family. All her uh, Amazons did all this shit. She was like, come closer. <laughs> And then she gets closer and rips off one of his tentacles. You know, she was like, "You bitch, I'm about to kill you." But before he could do anything, they see something creeping up in the water. Like, what, what's that in the water? Boom! Flash for Batman headshots both of them. Uh, he's he's wearing like a, a water breather, whatever, like that. So you know, he he can whatever. All right, so he's basically telling Wonder Woman, "I need your magic lasso. I got to go ask Aquaman a question, and I know he's not going to give me the question willingly. So I need your lasso to make him tell me the truth." And she's like, "Look, you touch this lasso, I'll kill you." Uh, you're like, yeah, you could, or we can make a deal. Give me the lasso, I go deal with Aquaman, and then once it's done, you get the lasso back, and you can do whatever the hell you want to Aquaman. Plus, I'm gonna let you free so you won't drown right here. We got a deal? They're like, cool, we got a deal, but screw me over, uh, Flashman Batman, that's your ass, you know. So he's like, cool. So Aquaman is sitting in his throne, watching his Atlanteans destroy Europe and the Amazons, and he hears something behind him, but he doesn't know really what it is. And as soon as it ticks, oh, boom, he gets the lasso of truth uh, slapped around his neck. He, uh, Batman is asking questions. Who killed Barry Allen? Who sent the scavenger? Tell me now. And he throws him off. And he's just like, look, you got to tell me what, uh, who did it, Aquaman. You win the lasso of truth, so you have to tell the truth no matter what. And Aquaman says, look, okay, I don't know who sent the scavenger. That's the truth. And when I get my hands on you, I'm going to rip your head off. That's all the fucking truth also, you know. Uh, but then he gets him, but he doesn't kill him. He just knocks him out and just walks off. He was like, look, I know you tried to kill me. It don't really matter. I'm going to destroy the, uh, uh, but what you really did, what you fucked up is that you freed Wonder Woman. Now she's on the loose again. Don't tell her what the hell she's going to do, you know. Uh, and all I got to do is just touch this thing and I'm going to destroy Europe. But then he realized Wonder Woman is right behind him. She didn't go anywhere. She came after him. And she was like, you know what, Arthur? I always loved you. He was like, and I always loved Mira. You killed my queen. <laughs> you know, and he just bleeds out and dies, and that's it, you know. Uh, and then Batman gives her back the the lasso of truth. And she's like, Look, I don't care what you do, start a war, kill Europe, blow up the planet. I don't care. I'm gone. You know. Uh, he goes back home, he finds out that Penguin is training Dexter how to shoot because Dexter wanna learn how to shoot a gun. And yeah. That's it. He leaves. I'm trying to think what happened at the end of this book. Um, I don't know. Some, some Flash, then we cut the penguin. 
No, no, no. Yeah, he just disappears. Like he was talking to Miller Penguin, Penguin disappears, and he just like the Jim Gordon shit. But honestly, oh yeah, Batman, we go to Bruce Wayne, like regular timeline, and he meets some Davy Crockett looking kid. You're like, they must never know what the hell that means. I don't know. I don't know if I even want to know, but yeah. So look, this is a this is Jeff Johns. Jeff Johns is in the doghouse with DC. So whenever he writes shit, it's just shit over to the side. Nobody cares about. So crisis, no crisis. It don't really matter. This book doesn't matter. It's just a thing. <laughs> I just read it just because, but whatever. Uh, but you got to see Flashpoint Batman do some cool shit. But they ignore all the other shit that Flashpoint Batman did. He hopped over from his universe to our universe or Batman's universe. Uh, recruited Bane, killed Alfred. Went on a killing spree, controlled Gotham, <laughs> went to another universe, teamed up with President Superman, joined the Just League Incarnate. They ignored all that shit. So, whatever. Three out of five. I think it's Bastards. another book after this, but yeah, it's <laughs> art was kind of cool, but yeah. Uh, what? Uh, hold up, we got we got another one. We got another one. We got Marvel Legacies. Uh, do you think Marvel Legacies? Which one's that? I don't know if I'm. I don't uh... know what Marvel Legacies is. It's... Is that that Black Panther book? I think they got a Black Panther legacy book. It's not where they kind of like tell old stories, but they put a new spin on it. Oh, is it? I don't think. Okay. Yeah. Uh, actually, 616 Man, Giant Size never went away. They did like Giant Size Magneto, Giant Size Storm, Giant Size Jean Grey. So the X-Men are doing these Giant Size books pretty much on a regular, you know. Uh, but yeah, what you, what you got next? Uh, I guess I'll do this Obi-Wan book. Q. So because it was May the 4th, and the Obi-Wan show is coming out soon. We have uh, the first Avengers. Oh, that book. Yeah. Oh. Uh, oh, that is... Avengers BC shit. Yeah. Sound like it might be cool. Oh, Along, yeah, it, the Jason Aaron run shit. Yeah, Jason Aaron. If if uh if he's writing it, yeah, it's probably gonna be cool with Phoenix and all this shit. Yeah. Oh, you got o- Obi-Wan. Okay, I thought you were talking about like uh young-ish Obi-Wan. Well, yeah, yeah. oh yeah, they go younger. We got baby Obi Wan. <laughs> <laughs> they gotta sell those toys. Oh yeah. So, um, so this is uh, this is basically Obi Wan. Um, he's just at his hut on Tatooine, writing in a journal, and he's r- reminiscing about his life. Um, and he starts to think about all these times in his life, these significant lessons he's learned. And this book starts out where he's remembering when he was a kid, when he was just a youngling in the Jedi Temple. And he had a friend, uh, some girl named, what was her name? Jeron or Jeron or something. Anyway, I'll call her Jerry. (laughs) (laughs) Geraldine or something. I don't know. Anyways, she wanted to leave because she she keeps having these visions. She keeps having these nightmares about something happening to her family, to her father kind of similar to Anakin and she's like up at night and Obi-Wan wakes up and sees her outside the temple. And she's like, yeah, I keep having these nightmares. I got to go save my family. He's like, you can't, you can't leave the temple, blah, 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 blah. He's like, you're my only friend. You're the one who looks out for me. You know, he looks up to this chick, this girl, little girl. They're like, I don't know, maybe 10 little kids. And she says, I can't stay. I got, I got to go. I got to do something about it. And then, so she ends up like taking off. She straight up jumps off the top of the Jedi temple. And this is Coruscant. So she falls and falls and falls down, you know, to the bottom of the streets on Coruscant, which is like miles down. Um, 
And Obi Wan's, I can't. Obi Wan's like, I can't let my friend, you know, anything happen to my friend. So he goes after. Her. He jumps down, goes after her, and they end up on the bottom levels of Coruscant, where it's all, you know, it's all slums and you know the scum and villainy, you know, on Coruscant, you know, bad neighborhood, you know, it's the bad part of town. So they're, you know, these two little Jedi kids are wandering through. Well, first Obi Wan's trying to find her, and he's running through the alley, and he meets up with a bunch of these like criminals. And um, they're, they basically, uh, they're, they're like, get him and all that. So they try to catch him, but then the girl shows up and then they like do some force shit and kind of fuck him up, like force push him and shit. Oh, fuck up these like, you know, criminals on the streets. And that basically they were trying to uh, kidnap them. It, it turns out they worked for Black Sun. The Black Sun is uh, Prince Zizor's crime syndicate. So they basically wanted to uh, kidnap them and sell them on the black market, you know, Jedi force sensitive children are worth a lot on the on the black market so they're dealing with human trafficking okay yeah so but they they end up force breaking out and escaping they're like getting shot at um you know they end up escaping and obi-wan's like come on we got to go back to the temple she's like no i'm not going back i'm 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 gonna go find my family i want to save my family so she takes off and he goes back to the uh Obi-Wan goes back to the temple and he finds Yoda waiting for him. It's like, you escaped, you know, you're, you, you know, you know, you're not supposed to like leave a temple, blah, 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 blah. So yeah, but I was trying to save my friend. He's like, well, she's confused and basically gives him a lesson that, what did he say? Um, uh, something about how, you know, the, the thing about attachments and shit, you know, stupid shit to say to a kid, like the fuck do they know? But anyways, here, start mopping. He makes Obi-Wan mop. <laughs> and you you will, you know, you will think about this, you will, or whatever. And he has to mop and <laughs> sort of dwell on him trying to escape the temple at night. Um, and that's about it. He's like, yep. Yeah, and, and it cuts back. He's, you know, back to old Obi-Wan. He's writing in his journal. He's like, I never saw her again. I wonder where she is and blah, 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 blah. And, um, and yeah, and that's where the book ends, and we're gonna get the next book. So basically, that's what it is. He's gonna be reminiscing about his the life and times of Obi Wan. Um, so yeah, um, it was okay. You know, it was, it was okay. I'll give it a three out of five. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe I'm a little uh, burnt out because I've been watching nothing but Star Wars all week. I watched every fucking movie this week. So you watched Except- you made time. Okay, well, I- which one you didn't watch? Which one you didn't watch? The I, I I was like, should I should I beat should I just throw on some just prove my thick man balls and watch the Ewok adventures and the caravan. Oh, wow. Okay. You go real deep with that one. No, okay. <laughs> but I didn't. I stopped there. No, I, I finished up with Solo today. No, Clone Wars. I actually watched the Clone Wars movie too. So I watched the, the, all, the, all the, the original movie, like the, the one that kind of yeah. like a TV pilot kind of. Yeah. Okay. I, uh, I, yeah, I watched all three trilogies. I watched Rogue One. I watched Solo. Watched. Yeah. Did you watch the George Tarkanian Clone Wars cartoon, the one that got a made Samurai oh, Jack. Oh, I, no, I, I own those, but I didn't watch them. I haven't, oh, I haven't watched you, those in a while. Oh, I, I you do miss, own you're missing up, Eli. You're missing up. Those are, those are great, though. No, I love those. <laughs> <laughs> they're not All really right. movies, though. They're, they're like little TV shows. Okay. Yeah, like you're right. You're hour. right. That's, that's that's bending the rules. You're right. Wa- wa- watch them together like an hour long, 45 minutes. <laughs> right. <laughs> they're like shorts, you know. Yeah, so. they're like five minutes long. There's like, what, five, five minute episodes or some shit? No, the duel with. Adventurous and Anakin, that's awesome. That's like one of my favorite shits in mm-hmm. Star Wars is that duel of Anakin and Visage Ventress. Visage, mm-hmm. Asajj Ventress. <laughs> 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 I 
like Anakin has those fucked up visions in the cave and the fucking the darkness is going through it's like the darkness like Doctor Strange it goes up his arm and shit and, yeah right uh, anyway that, that stuff is in all Buddhism and yeah yeah all right so I was going to do uh the Legends of Tomorrow comic but oh, I yeah. read it I saw that I saw I bet you Leroy's gonna do that I was but I was like Eli I only I only want to put you through it. I don't. <laughs> uh, is that because I'm not even going? We're not going to talk about it. Just yeah, not. So instead, I'm going to do a retro review. <laughs> Since we're talking about uh, Doc Strange and one of it, I decided to do an old school Avengers book. I just read okay. this book and I and I was going to do one, but I didn't read it in time enough to catch what was going on. So I'm going to do West Coast Avengers 56. There's another one of those books where Wanda goes crazy. <laughs> so yeah. So, but this is the 90s one where she was crazy. So, uh, let's see if I can get into it. So, uh, get catching up with you. She just found out her kids were not real. Uh, they were pieces of Mephisto. And they just fought Mephisto. And, you know, they sent them back to hell, stuff like that. But in the meantime, since Wanda had found out what the hell was going on, she went nuts. You know, she kind of like went catatonic. She like that. Like, oh, my kids ain't real. What the fuck am I going to do? Oh, and Vision just became... Uh, a robot so they divorced so she lost her mind meanwhile she could kidnap back magneto well i'll say that that's actually spoiler for the end all right so anyway even wanda let's get to it <laughs> uh let's get us out of here okay so the book starts off with wanda is evil oh so much power i never had so much power before look at this and she had a new costume that's not her old it's a new costume new so new hairdo you know new wonder fit. man hey wonder man check out wonder okay. man <laughs> I gotta explain Wonder Man because a lot of people don't know who Wonder <laughs> Man Wonder is. Wonder Man, at? Where, where okay. you at? how come? You know what? Doctor Strange too sucked. Wonder Man. No, 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 no. I, I got I gotta explain why you don't see Wonder Man. Okay, explain to everybody here. We got Agatha Harkness. Yes, she's actually like really fucking old. John Walker, the U.S. agent, because he's the the other Captain America. Wasp, who you don't see, and Wonder Man. Now, the reason you don't see Wonder Man is because another company that has the initials of the Distinguished Competition told them Marvel quit that shit. I'm gonna sue you. Because we already own the rights to a woman with wonder in her name. So Stanley was like, okay, cool, cool. We'll back off Wonder Man. But then just to fuck with him, they'll bring back Wonder Man every other decade just to see what see if Mar uh, DC would do something. So, so yeah. Wonder Girl and Wonder Woman? Yes. <laughs> but then they have a Power Girl in DC. When they made Power Man, Stanley was like, what the fuck, man? You're ripping us off. But anyway, uh, going to a so Wanda's well, just like. Can't yeah. they just call him, what's his name? Simon, what the fuck's his name? You can, but what's his name? What's his name? Simon a, Williams? Is that his name? Simon yeah, Williams? but you can't sell a book named Simon Williams as yeah, you oh. Simon says. Sorry, Dennis Robin. <laughs> <laughs> right, it's a Dennis Robin movie. Yeah. But anyway, so Wanda's evil. She's like, look, I've destroyed the earth. I my kids are evil, but guess what? Now I don't have kids, now I don't have a wife. And now she's looking at Wonder Man. She's like, you know what, Wonder Man? You know I'm single now. You know, what you think about that? What you think about my new costume? You know, you think I wouldn't notice you, how you look at me and how I look back at you. And then she started ripping off his shirt and shit. And she's like, wait, wait, Wanda, what the hell are you doing? And okay, so I got to explain this panel, what happens right here. Let me see if I can expand this. Because here's the thing. In John Byrne's original drawing, when he submit, let me see if I can get this shit out here. In John Byrne's original drawing, Wanda's head wasn't there. So when he right right when he submitted the artwork, Marvel like what the fuck, John Byrne? Uh uh, you can't do that shit. What, so Wonder, had, what, Wonder Man's allergic to blowjobs, <laughs> right? So they had to like digitally add Wanda's <laughs> Wanda's head 
in the panel because at first her head he wasn't she wasn't there because <laughs> it never made any sense to me on this panel until I, I i went on his facebook page and he explained the shit i don't have his facebook page in front of me right now, but that's what that's what originally happened anyway uh, some bullshit with Hank Pym. I don't care. He's got to run away. Kane the Conqueror shows up doing some bullshit. Don't care. Oh, uh, Quicksilver shows up like Hank Pym. I heard you got my sister. Anyway, cut to it. Human Torch, don't care. Iron Man, don't care. Don't care. Don't care. Back here. Okay, so Hank Pym finds out that Wanda's going nuts and he's trying to uh, rescue the, the West Coast Avengers. And Wanda's looking at, what, you didn't like what I did to you, uh, Wonder Man? And, and Watch looking at like Wonder Man and Wonder Man like don't 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 talk to me don't don't even look at me what I just did and I'm like oh she did but when I realized what John Byrne was trying to imply what he did I'm like oh that's what so yeah she did give him like a blowjob of death that's but they they cut it out of comment, so yeah. stop sucking my dick stop sucking my dick <laughs> <laughs> anyway <Nice>. so Wonder. <laughs> So so Wanda goes to John Walker like, oh, you, you want something too, John? I saw you over there looking. You you want a blowjob of death too? She's like, get off me. And then that's when that's when her dad shows up. Magneto. She's like, Wanda, I'm back. I'm home. She's like, hey, Stop dad, how you dick. doing? <laughs> <laughs> Who's sucking dick in my house? <laughs> Stop sucking everyone's dick. <laughs> Fuck you, dad. <laughs> so so Hank Pym uh, tries to sneak at the wall. He minimizes the wall or some shit, breaks into it sees Wanda and Magneto chilling here like, okay, Magneto, get the hell away from, that's an Avenger right here. Get away from her. Uh, you want your dick sucked too, Hank Pym? <laughs> <laughs> this is a way better story now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really. Once you know the context behind it. You know? uh, so, so Magneto just like, you know, uh, no, I'm taking my daughter. I'm getting out of here. You can't stop me. He's like, oh yeah, I'm going to stop you. And then he pulls, he pulls out a miniature gun that he had in his, in his pocket, blew it, made it regular size. He's like, okay, now take her out. He's like, nah, I changed my mind. So Quicksilver, you know, knocks her out, knocks him out, teams up with uh, Magneto. And... I was going to make a phallic joke right there, but I was not. I mean, I got, you might I'm as a, well. I'm, it's... I'm a gentleman. I'm a gentleman. <laughs> Look, we, we, we've read the Ultimate Comics. Somebody's going to make the com- comment, <laughs> you know, but we're going to let it go. We're going to let it go. Anyway, they teamed up and they're going to be all Keep evil. Keep it classy like here. We're keeping it classy. Here. Yeah, we're a family show. We're, we're Marvel, you know. <laughs> uh yeah but anyway they're gonna reform the mutants evil she was like yeah i'm a mutant so i'm gonna join the mutants again and blah 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 and all stuff like that so yeah that's the story you know uh i was gonna do the one where mephisto actually does show up and you can do the one with her kids but i, I went the last minute so i get a chance to do it so yeah um uh, unless i just change my mind and decide to do legend of tomorrow i'm booked out so yeah you, you got any any other ones or? uh i've got uh i do have the batman number 120 what is it 120 something the the, the, the next the next chapter in the um shadow war yep. shadow war shadow war part five this is batman 123 so um yeah so for those who don't know what's going on um somebody has killed raz al ghul blew up his body they were dressed up as uh deathstroke um but Tali al ghul thinks deathstroke did it so she put out a hit on deathstroke got all that every ninja on the planet gunning for deathstroke Deathstroke and all his homies, the Deathstroke Inc. or whatever, they went into hiding. And then you got Batman and the Bat family and Batman Inc. They're going around trying to solve it. And um, uh, so this starts out um, Batman and Robin, Damien, they're they're questioning a guy 
um, who went to Central City and um, got was like went to a costume maker to get everybody get uh, Deathstroke outfits and shit. So he they, so Batman and Robin go to Central City to find the guy who uh, made the Deathstroke outfits, and they find him. He's all fucked up. He's not dead yet, but he's he's all fucked up. And then they find the the the, the guy dressed up as Deathstroke, saying, you know. Um, you know, if if you know, you know, telling Batman around, if you know it's if you're smart, you stay out of my way and let me do, let me finish when I'm started. And um, it takes off, but then they go chase him, and then right when they get there, um, we got no, that that's not happening. What, what happened though? What happened? Um, meanwhile, Deathstroke and the, and 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 respawn and them on all those motherfuckers, they're all they all get ambushed by the League of Assassins, and there's like just a just swarm of ninjas, and everybody's fighting. Um, uh, yeah, and then ninjas with guns. Yeah, like, oh my god, they're doing the, the League of Assassins are are taking a page out of my book. They got guns now, so a bunch of ninjas with mm-hmm. guns are shooting, and they're all like rat tat tat tat. And then um, Deathstroke and his uh, Deathstroke's daughter shows up. And she's like, "I'm here to help you, Dad." Yeah. Uh-huh. And um, and they're like, "Oh no, oh no!" And they had they shot and killed Respawn, his son. So that's the last panel. It's like. Deathstroke is holding his son. No, not again. You know, so that's kind of where it ends. Uh, I should have. That, this, this is the page before. I like. I only yeah, screenshot. I think respawn's power is that he can respawn. So. I, I, that that would make sense. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I mean, th- it, this was kind of slow. They're kind of like you know, um, you know, um, you know, taking little breaks here. You know, uh, setting up the, the you know the, the big finale. You know, they're trying to have. There's a couple of moments of you know Damien and Batman are talking about the tournament and all this shit, and you know these little human moments that are okay. And then and then yeah, and that and um, the Batman Inc guys are like talking to Deathstroke, like yeah, we're here to protect you, you know, because you know, you know everyone's trying to kill you, and that's when all the ninjas show up, and they all start fighting in the ninjas, a big old ninja war, so. Um, that was cool. So yeah, I give it a four out of five. This I'm I'm still digging this story. So pretty cool. Cool. All right, let's see what we got here. Uh, it's a story. Art, great. Your opinion, guys. Uh, good storytelling, conflict, yeah. characters. You know, uh, emotional stakes. Uh, stakes will happen at the end of it. You know, uh, everything that that make, to... Yeah, something yeah. that makes you think. You know, I mean, it's cool to have action and and tropes are fine and when they're used well, but sometimes. You got a good writer that, you know, can do all that, but also make you think and, you know, and um, make it deeper, you know, because anybody yeah. can write a story, you know, this happens and that happens. And, but when you get into the characters of what, why the character is doing that, you know, and what, what motivates the characters to do what they're doing and the villains to do what they do, then sometimes you can relate to them. And then right. you, you, you have know, to you, connect with the characters also. Yeah. So. You identify what's, what's going on and then it becomes personal. So I don't know. I guess that's. And- yeah, yeah and, well, I, and that's just the main thing. If you don't connect with a character first and foremost, then anything else that happens in the story, you're not going to care about. You know, I've read plenty of comic book stories where the universe is about destroyed and Earth about to blow up, and I don't give a shit about none of this stuff because I don't care about the characters. But you yeah. can tell a more personal, you know, story with just simple shit, like, and like, you'll connect with that more. Yeah. yeah, like like Fantastic Four by Hickman. Like yeah. that's a big, giant, epic scientific science fiction like universes and time travel and all this really wild bugged out science fiction 
But at the core of it, it's about a father and a son and the son trying to save his father. And that thread goes all the way through. And that's those emotional beats that make that story so good, you know, because it's about family. It's about the family. Like when Johnny dies, oh my God. You know? That's one of the that's one of my favorite issues ever. Yeah, that when Johnny issues, dies, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and when like was it Thing and no Hulk and who else was it Thor, 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 Thor or something? Hulk. Oh, yeah, and they just God. show up and and Thing just starts fighting because they know he needs to let out that emotion. Oh God, yeah, like yeah, they they let they let the or, thing. Beat or the even shit out when of when when yeah. Spider Man was talking to Franklin, oh, he was like God. man. <laughs> And he was like, man, I lost my uncle too. I, you know? uncle I was like, too, man. damn, that's a oh. man, that's some deep shit right there. So yeah, but it's stories of uh flops. Yeah. What name name a DC Doomsday story? Doomsday clock. <laughs> Doomsday clock, zero hour, <laughs> any of these recent crisis, uh yeah, read, convergence. Yeah, I mean it's gotta remember a flop because it's a flop for a reason because you can't remember it, you know. Yeah. But yeah, or it's it makes you they, they, Dark Knight's so metal. Yeah, yes. no, no Dark Knight's so metal was cool. Long, they yeah. drag it out for like a year and then it sucks at the end <laughs> right no payoff yeah you know yeah. It's, it's all kind of stuff they can make a bad story it's easy to make a bad story you know that anybody could do yeah. that you know it's the you, good story start, that... it starts out cool and then they fuck it up at the end like oh this is the last issue and then they wrap it all up how half-assed and you know it's all quick yeah. to get to the end and it's like what that's right. it all this build up and it just kind of fizzles out at the end you know that's yeah. my like, take, piece, so. Yeah, take Infinity Gauntlet for instance, like the original Infinity Gauntlet story. The reason that story stands out because they actually, and all the fucked up shit Thanos does, they make him a sympathetic character because he's yeah. doing all that shit for somebody. You know, and it's like, no matter what you do, destroy the world, give them the world, do all this, you're never going to be happy with what you're doing. And then he doesn't die at the end. He becomes, was it the Infinity Watch or whatever? They take him onto no, the no, farm. No. He, he, no, no, no. He leaves for the farm. They don't take yeah. him because they yeah. try to they, the heroes try to take him like Drax story and Hulk try to okay we can take him now and he backs in both of them get the fuck off me yeah and it just leaves <laughs> and goes start a for and it, and that's it they just that's yeah. it <laughs> you know but but you they make a, a character of Thanos interesting because of it not just because he's all powerful and all that but you care about Thanos as, as fucked up as he is you know yeah yeah and those are some of the best characters the ones that um. I mean, yeah, you don't have to like them, but as long as, as long, you know, like Magneto. Magneto is a fucking mass murdering fucking fascist, but, you know, I, I, I get it. <laughs> you know right. I mean? You understand why he's doing what he's doing, because you know? yeah. one thing that the X-Men have seen in the future and everything Magneto said is going to happen and yeah. all those futures has happened. So yeah. we can make the argument Magneto was right, you know. Yeah. So interesting villain. Interesting villain makes for great stories also. Yeah. Because he doesn't yeah. think he's a villain, and those are the best right. villains. Well, they don't like Doctor Doom and Secret Wars. That was awesome. Like Doctor Doom saved the universe in Secret Wars. All he asked for was the Avengers worship him as a god. That's all. <laughs> That's all. <laughs> <laughs> and he found that beneath him. <laughs> right. <laughs> old man Logan. Uh, old man Star Wars. Uh, I, I, I didn't read Old Man Star Lord. So, I didn't read Old Man Logan. Star Love. Old Man, Old Man Logan was good mainly because of shock value, you know, just yeah. because it was just, oh, what the fuck's gonna happen? But that's another thing. Also, when you when you get creative with the storytelling, that catches yeah. things also. You know? Yeah. Uh, but we look, we, we 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 can talk about this next week. I think we're gonna go on too long because I, I don't want to hit that that two hour mark. We're gonna go shut this down. So follow us next week. Uh, let me see. Earl, jump in early. Ask a bunch of questions, man. We when you get in early, we'll answer whatever you want. 
we, we can talk we can we can chop it up as much as you want to uh till then we'll come in next week we'll talk about some other shit i don't know what we're talking about but we'll get into it i promise you i will read new comics next week i will not read a book about killer blowjobs unless you want me to you know but until <laughs> then this yeah is until it miles then, this, or not miles so, uh blood syndicates coming out soon one of these days so i'm looking may to something i don't know where yeah i'm definitely gonna get on blood yeah. syndicate yeah we'll we'll, we'll break yeah. that book down well, thanks I for listening guys old- so yeah, but we'll have to shut it down. But until then, this is Leroy. This is Eli. We'll talk to you guys next week. Same bullet time, same bullet channel. Drop me a